Powering up essential systems. Booting root C slash audio logs. Reviewing previous data cells. Repairing audio files. Episode 33, The Pitch Meeting. Okay, so as far as I can understand, we've got, it's kind of a standard setup, right? Uh, Bravo's driving his van, he's got Dahlia and Carter as passengers, um, and Rex and Dice are in Reptile, so that way Rex has a competent driver to make sure he can be a minigun. Hmm. Okay. Is there anything that y'all want to do on the road, or do we just want to end up at the Crimson Cobras and get started there? I don't have anything pressing other than driving. Yeah, me neither. I'm just gonna constantly be telling the other two to no, don't touch that, don't touch my stuff, stop it. <laughs> How are they Perfect. reacting? Yeah. Like, not only have they never been outside the city, they're also have probably never been in a car. Yeah, as you guys are trundling through the night, heading off from New Pittsburgh in the scene of your carnage and glorious escape, off to hopefully find friends with the Crimson Cobras. Yeah, it's. It's an interesting ride, right? I mean, most of your travel thus far hasn't been a night explicitly because it's dangerous. But also, um, Bravo, you have uh, Dahlia and Carter who, they're not taking it so hot. Um, this is a, a scary a scary experience for both of them. Um, not only have they have they been ex- exposed to a, a, a kind of uh, violence and, and fleeing that they're not particularly used to, even though they are members of the, the resistance here in New Pittsburgh. Um, this is just new for them, period. Um, Carter's trying to keep a brave face. Um, he's he's keeping that stiff upper lip, trying to appear like he's got everything under control. Um, but Dahlia's kind of zoned out. Um, she she seems to have retreated kind of inside as she's trying to process. Your van, does it have uh, any windows besides the ones up front? Bravo? No, all the windows in the back are, are blacked out. They're covered. They're just, they're in the back. It just, it's it's a, a, a box. They hear noises and, and rumbling as, as the car moves over the ground, but they're they, they're able to exist in their own, own world. I, as we go, I try to drop some information about what the world outside is like, but I, I let it go into just a long stretch of silence as I realize that maybe they're a little bit too overwhelmed to process much. That kind of silence, that that heavy contemplative silence um that that is the soundtrack as you as you all hurry through the night um headlight the headlights of your cars um illuminate just enough of the road ahead of you that you can travel safely as you head towards the east and the last place that you knew the the camp of the crimson cobras to be you see the 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 wood smoke in the air and you see their their camp um crest just as the as the sun starts to peak over the horizon it's taken you all night, more or less, to to get over here. Uh, a little longer than you would have in the day, but it's hard to travel fast when you can't see just as much. Um, the The camp of the Crimson Cobras it's a large it's it's a large circle or or uh, oval where they have all of their motorbikes in a in a, like almost a defensive perimeter. They've like circled the wagons to protect and give them a a, a fast mode in and out 
for their uh, their camp, which is much more centralized, where they have all their their tents and their and their facilities. Um, how how do you guys approach the camp? Um, I would definitely probably through the front entrance. Slow down and <laughs> creep up slowly, like kind of just slow down and drive up to the front. As we're getting closer, already on the radio. Oh, <laughs> I sorry. As we're getting closer on the radio, I just say. Um, okay, again, I don't know if this is going to be the best idea, uh, bringing in a foreign force, but, well, I guess, uh, guess you're just as much of a member of this team as I am, Rex, so here we go. It'll be fine, we got this. I'll follow your lead, uh, but just remember, uh, you said you would get me one of those bikes. I purposefully and with great forethought ignore Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You all, uh, you, you slow your cars down as you approach. Um, I, I imagine you all kind of head more or less directly for where um, Amy's Amy's tent is. She's the leader of this particular sect, but she's also kind of your point of contact. I imagine you're heading more or less for her, her side of the camp just right off the bat. Yeah. As you all approach the camp, um, you see a, a, a small a small group of, of people they come as they as they see your headlights and they hear your cars and one or two of them uh, go and they, they they run off into the camp and by the time you all uh, have have stopped the cars and parked them and are starting to get out, uh, Amy is Amy is hurrying over to you. She uh, she looks like she's was woken up by um, by the the person who who went to fetch her and may may or may not look just as disheveled as the rest of you from driving all night. Like I I got out of the car. Yeah, I, I put I get you know close ish slowly get out of the car hey amy how's uh how's it going rex it's uh it's, it's pretty early <laughs> not gonna lie yeah yeah um we've had a little bit of a uh crisis slash emergency and uh well uh I, I kind of wave everyone to get out of their vehicles i'll step out of raptor, you just I... call it raptor. it's not raptor what is it reptile reptile <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so tired. Reptile. I'll step out of reptile. Hang on. I'm just going to write a note for in case I get a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as ev- as everyone gets out of the cars, I'm uh, well. We had a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a snafu. I, th- I think we mentioned that uh, we were going to try to get into New Pittsburgh. And uh, yeah, you you did say that. Yep. Yeah. Um. Things have kind of escalated for the better. I'm going to go with better because we kind of almost did the job. Um, <laughs> did you know that there's uh, two leaders in New Pittsburgh? She can't, she kind of goes, you, you, you look like you have, have quite a story to tell. And she's kind of waves you like, let's, let's take this into my tent. Yeah. Yeah. As the five of you, um, make your way out of the cars, um, and, and over to, over to Amy's tent. Um, you can see Dolly and Carter just taking in everything, you know? Uh, eyes eyes wide they're this I mean like talking about something new this is literally an entirely different community than they've ever known you all filter through the motorbikes and head over to the the flap of the tent that Amy is holding open and y'all you all duck in um you you you've been led to kind of the like the 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 war room more or less um you know there's this is the place where where Amy would would be holding her meetings or or discussing things with the the middle management of the Crimson Cobras, one may say. She kind of beckons everyone to 
to come and, and take some take some chairs, you know, old old camping chairs uh, swiped from a, a Walmart or a big lot somewhere around the way, and you all have an opportunity to to sit down around a, a folding table. She kind of she kind of runs her fingers through her hair and uh, goes, "Well, I guess we start from the city wall." Yeah. So uh, so I ran through the city wall, and uh, and then from there. Um, I, I I joined the police force to kind of be like the guy on the inside. These two, uh, they they went to look for some underground stuff. That's that's uh how they met these two. They're they're from New Pittsburgh. They're part of like that underground thing. And then I was doing some stuff trying to like figure out some stuff on the inside. But then they ran like this weird uh, test on me. There there was some there was some kid. He said he found my sister. So my sister is somewhere. You remember her? And so then we had to, uh, I, I had to like, they, they came in and they broke in to break me out. And then we killed a lot of people, including the second in command. The second in command guy is dead now. Really? Uh, so now there's just one leader. The point is we came back here so that now that we've got a big hole in the wall and their defenses are down and they're probably going to be scattered and chaotic because one of their leaders is dead. If we teamed up, we could probably overtake the whole city. And then that way, we could do our job, but then also, you guys wouldn't have to worry about them anymore. Because I know they, like, kind of attack you whenever you try to swing by or you try to take some of their stuff. We can make them all go away. So what do you think? Amy sits there for a couple of seconds, um, musing things over, like, idly chewing one of her fingernails and kind of staring off into the into the, the distance. Um, I mean, the distance is the middle of the table, but, I mean, it's a thousand-yard stare. And she goes, <laughs> so... Let me let me just see if I if I got this right. I got this right. So, you, so you broke in. Yeah. Became a a cop. Yeah. Were busted out by your buds. Yes. And now you're here asking me to torch the city. You are so much better at summarizing that than me. Whoa, whoa, Rex, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a literally you're the only. I mean, I'm 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 down. I'm. This sounds like a great repeat of New Orleans. I'm glad you're on a different side of it this time. But okay, this I, is. Let's let's not do the whole torching thing. I'm oh. sorry, Rex. I said I'd follow your lead, but whew, torching is not what we came here to do. Not not like li- not like literal torching. I just mean like you know you know the, the thing we're supposed to do where we overthrow the government. Not yeah. like the people. They didn't do anything wrong. They're fine, except for that one guard. I'm I'm just not gonna ask. Um, <laughs> I mean, okay. So gut reaction. Gut reaction for me. I think this is a great opportunity. Uh, dude, Pittsburgh is really dangerous. I I would not be able to. I don't know if I'd be able to make this decision. I've got to think about the lives of everyone here in this camp, not just, not just uh, being able to take an opportunity. I mean, what, what if I what if I sweeten the deal? She like cocks her head a little bit. So one thing that we've basically not done like at all this game is talk about the value of uh jingle. That's true. Because I'm kind of, I've like read the rules a few times and I'm a little confused and I probably could have just asked you, but it kind of, the way it reads is that more consecutive jingle or barter, I guess, is like worth more than like smaller units of individual barter. Like two barter is worth a lot more than two single barters. Am I, am I like understanding that correctly? I, I would agree with you, right? Yes. The the lump the lump sum is not equal to um, individuals aggregated. Okay. Yeah. Um I mean, also barter is one hundred percent you know fluid. Like we just assume you have like loose spending change. This barter represents something bigger. Yeah. 
I just want to double check. How much barter does everyone else have? Two. Okay, you bought stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I am not sure how much barter I have. Because um, I have four written down on mine. I say I think everyone should have between four oh, and two. six. I have two barter. Okay, I think you bought stuff too. So I think four sounds correct because I haven't bought anything. Um. Okay, well then, so... Okay. Well, I, I guess I'll try to find value uh, equivalent to two barter and kind of lay it out on the table. I'm not sure what that is, if it's gold or knickknacks or... I mean, that that's 100% up to you because... I mean, it, it, in the name, it's barter. It doesn't have to be an actual currency. I, uh, I reach into my trench coat and uh, kind of reach into a secret pocket that uh, is very difficult to find unless you know where it is. And there's a, there's a little uh, very tightly strung pouch there. And uh, I throw that out onto the table with a loud thud. And I know that the, you know, the lives of the people you kind of lead over are worth a lot more, but you know anything I can do to try to help make this work... Amy, she she looks at the at the small bag and leans over and pulls it towards her, opens it up. I would also be willing to. Um, I don't know how many medical personnel you might have around your camp here, but anybody wounded in this battle, I would be willing to treat myself if it becomes a battle. You see, she's she's kind of nodding to herself, and she goes, "Okay, so uh, tell tell me if if I'm if I'm interpreting this." wrong rex but your client this the city of eden has as uh asked you to take down this this um has taken as you take down new pittsburgh and you're subcontracting the job to us i mean it's we're gonna be fighting with you guys i just want to make sure that there's a better chance we all come out alive from it you 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 make a fair point um rex would you seduce or manipulate uh you may i mean i would try you can you can add one for add one to your results for offering the barter. Thank goodness, because it's a minus one, so this is even. That's a six. Bravo, dice. It doesn't look like it's going too well. I was gonna say, can I help with my little offering to to aid anybody after they help us? Yeah, sure, go for it. Okay. That's a nine on the dice. Or I mean, okay, so. Nine total. So that, or uh, plus one. So that bumps the total up to seven. She goes, okay. So Amy, Amy, she goes, Rex, I, uh, I feel for you. And honest to goodness, I, I would like nothing more than to see New Pittsburgh uh, go down. Um, I, I support you. I think this is a good idea. I think we should do it. But I think we should make this the, the entire, the decision of the entire Cobras. With the data that I downloaded... Uh, where I saw the tanks with the rail guns, were they operational? Uh, was it like this is gonna be done soon? You know the plans were done, um, like finalized. So you don't know if they already have them or if it's just a matter of time because they're under construction currently. Okay. But you know that they, once built, will be fully operational. Yeah. Um. Before we leave the tent, I just I I'm like okay, I've got something that we need to clear up. Um, Carter. Dahlia, the Crimson Cobras were to breach the walls and come streaming into New Pittsburgh. What are the people expecting would be the result? Me as the MC is mildly confused. Uh, when you reference the people, do you mean New Pittsburgh denizens? Yes. Okay. The people of New Pittsburgh. What do they think would happen? Um, Dahlia goes, I, honestly, they, they wouldn't expect the walls to be breached at all. 
we've all been raised and shown and led to believe that not, nothing will get through them ever. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, case in point, but like, I, we don't really have that much of a contingency plan. I'm sure. I mean, like, as far as the people go, I'm sure there's enough guards that they think they could handle it. But what I'm worried about is that the people have been so brainwashed to be afraid of any outside force that they would be completely uncooperative. That they'd expect the city to be completely ransacked. Amy kind of pipes up. I mean, I kind of see their point. There's not really a, a way to, to paint it where you don't have a bunch of uh, crazy people and riding motorcycles and wearing as much red as they possibly can, screaming over the walls and, and taking over the city. I mean, that's, that's how it would happen. You know, sometimes you just got to rip the Band-Aid off. You know, we came here for a liberation. Uh, they're going to see this as... Uh, a new force taking over the city that's even worse than the old force. Right, so liberation. Dice, wh- what do you think about this? You gotta see the issues I'm seeing, right? I mean, honestly, I don't think this plan is necessarily the best plan, but it's honestly the plan that we've found ourselves in. Bravo, can I remind you, this woman literally did the exact same thing you just described to me. I turned out okay. Yeah. Amy Amy kind of grimaces uh, behind Rex's back just, just a little bit. <laughs> if I'm picking up on context clues here, bravo, it doesn't seem like the, the, this is the first time that this woman has done something like this. Amy, Amy goes, that's absolutely correct. Here's, I think we're going to have to present this to the gang because if, if we don't get their buy-in, it's, it's never going to work. Uh, I mean, morning mess is in a couple of hours when, you know, the, every, everything's up and running. If we can figure out exactly how we want to do this and what we want to present to them by then, I think we'll have a much better shot of convincing everyone that I'm not just going insane. We have only a... Co- I think I think that's a good idea. We come up with a plan, uh, present it to the gang. If they say no, then it's just us going in alone because honestly, we don't have a lot of time until they get themselves situated so right now would be the best time to strike as quick as possible. And if we have to go in alone, we'll figure it out. But I like the idea of presenting it to the gang first. Fair enough. Y'all have, I guess this is the kind of thing, like y'all have a little bit of space, a little bit of time. Um, you guys can basically more or less figure out your pitch that you want to give to the gang before we get there, if you'd like. So we're not... So, like, you guys have a little bit of time to feel situated and feel like you understand how you want to uh, how you want to approach it okay. before uh, giving your presentation. <laughs> no, I'm tired. I need to rest. There's also the fact that dice had been shot a couple of times before we got here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm still I'm still resting at six on my countdown. I'm at six on mine. She's not looking too pretty. So, how are you doing for harm, Bravo? I've only got one harm. I'm at three. Lucky you. Lucky you. <laughs> Dice got shot twice. Yeah, Amy Amy looks at, 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 at you all. Uh, <laughs> disheveled, tired. Um, some yeah. of you have multiple holes in you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she goes, if you'd like, we can I, I can I can find a place for y'all to, to chill out, get get a couple hours of sleep before we, we have to let everyone know about what we're going to try and do. That would be nice. Alrighty. Yeah. Uh, you all can have, have places to... To, to zonk out whether it's a, a spare tent somewhere or you know the back of your van or you know just popping the trunk of of reptile and catching a couple of z's is is any is anyone not going to take the opportunity to to rest i know bravo i know uh dyson rex are definitely are what about you bravo mm, how jumpy do 
Carter and Dahlia look. I don't know if jumpy is the right word. They're, Carter is defensive, right? He he's, he's watching, especially as you guys get out of the tent and see, you know, the camp is starting to, to come to life a little bit as you know, the sun wakes people up. And Carter's, you know, keeping an eye on everything, making sure that there's as little as possible goes on without him, without him knowing about it. Dahlia actually starts, she starts to look around. She's looking around and she's taking things in, um, but it, it, it feels more, feels more like she's curious. But neither of them look like they're going to try to do anything stupid, like run away. No, no, no. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I need to decide. Is this going to be such an unmitigated disaster if these guys come in? Are they going to sack the city, leaving it a pile of rubble, and leaving a bunch of people that are just embittered and scared and going to go join up with some other terrifying dictator rather than coming and seeking freedom in Eden? <sighs> Rob was very bitter against this kind of people. Um... I guess while Bravo's while uh, while Aaron's reading that, um, are y'all just kind of dice and uh, and Rex? Y'all just kind of sleeping in your cars, or are you uh, um, gonna break out a dice, little bit of the camp stuff? And we'll probably break out the camp stuff and find a tent or set one up or whatever um, to make it a little dark. Um, she might invite like see how Dolly is doing and see if she just wants to come and rest with her. It's the other female. If they got sleeping bags, Rex will take one and just take up all of Reptile. Yeah, that that is definitely something that you can do. I do that. <laughs> yeah, and um, and Dice Dahlia, yeah, Dahlia will 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 go with you. She's had a she's had a long night as well. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can see as she kind of she kind of comes over and helps you, um, with like getting getting everything set up. The uh, the the bags under her eyes is, you know, the the long the long night and the stress start to start to get to her and. And she's starting to get, you know, get a bit more sluggish. But yeah, she, uh, she kind of, she, as you guys are setting up, she's looking across the camp. Goes, this is not what I expected. Well, um, welcome outside the wall. Um, it's not that bad. I guess not. She looks around the, uh, <laughs> the green bubble that you all uh, currently are in, the the dead spaces between the other bubbles of lush landscape. I definitely, I don't think there's any way to fully explain what you find once you leave the safety of what you know. It's not great, don't get me wrong, but it does have its its good spots. She kind of nods and goes, honestly, if it stayed like this, I could, I could probably get used to it. Where I'm from, it's always like this. She gets quiet and pensive. So I will just let you, uh, not to make falling asleep any more difficult, but I feel like I'm going to die. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for all of those who have been listening to this podcast. If you would just be able to go and subscribe on whatever platform it is or share, send a re- send us a review or a voice message even on Anchor, that would be wonderful. We love hearing from you and we love to see your feedback and we want to make sure that you don't miss any of the uh, upcoming episodes. That would be a true tragedy. So go ahead and do that.
And uh, I think that's everything. So we'll get back to the show now. go to bed do you do you use any of your um any of your stock of your angel kit to patch yourself up or are you just gonna let uh time heal all ills well with the way stock works um i basically have to sit immobile for where i'm at for six weeks um so i'm just going to loosely take some extra material that i have and loosely like cover up my wounds and whatnot um and do my time like everyone else and then once we get a good week for me to just not move yeah i guess that's right because with where you currently are you can't do much more yeah it's really it really comes into handy once we're past nine that's where i can like get somebody down to nine or past is where it comes into uh real effect for healing moves. I've got a rules question. So Augury, it says on a hit, you can choose one and the options include reach through the world's psychic maelstrom to something or someone connected to it. Um, insert information into the world's psychic maelstrom or open a window into the world's psychic maelstrom. What I'm wondering is, and I think this is just a rules interpretation thing. Can I use Augury to affect Amy's decision or like affect the decision of the of the Crimson Cobras in this? Honestly, I would say that depends 100% on your creativity. It depends on what okay. you decide to put into the psychic maelstrom or how you want to do it. You know what I mean? Yes. Did Carter go to bed or is Carter still up? Carter is still up. He's he's like he's like sitting you cuz like you're in your van, I presume, kind of like mulling over your augury equipment um and he's he's kind of like sitting like he's sitting on the on the floor with his legs hanging out the door just kind of watching the camp um he's nodding off here and there but he's he seems like he's on guard while you're in the vehicle yeah carter carter wake up yeah listen i need your honest opinion what do you think about this plan what do you think about inviting the crimson cobras to attack the city i mean it doesn't seem like much of a plan it's it kind of just seems like the idea right now is just get everyone we can and huck them at the city and hope they don't all die. Well, if you ask me, and I lower my voice and I get a little closer to him, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if, you know, if the forces in the city and the forces of these roaming bandits kind of cancel out. He goes, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Here's, um... If you help me out with something, can you keep a secret? A secret that we might have to... We might have to keep forever. Kind of squints his eyes at you and goes, My answer depends entirely on what the contents of the secret are. I think the best possible solution um, that we can get is a battle outside the walls. He kind of nods. I'm suggesting that we give some sort of false warning to the uh, 
the forces of the city. His eyebrows uh, raise, and he he goes, "How? How would we even do that?" Well, um, people who are really weird, like me, uh, we can sometimes connect to some sort of uh, storm of thought uh, that's kind of always always rumbling under the surface and when I was in the in the base I saw signs of, a, of a room for psychic testing so I have a feeling they have people in the city that can do that too if I have your help I can send out a little bit of information through the storm they won't know if it's from me necessarily they'll just think that it's there you know just free information free for the taking uh, make them think that the the forces of rebellion, the people who killed their leader, are outside the walls, and see how much of their forces we can draw out. As as you continue with that sentence, Carter Carter stands up. His eyes eyes going white. Starts backing away from you. He looks at you, and his eyes start dan- darting frantically around. He goes, you, "You're one of them. You're one of those mind freaks. No, no, just no." No, and I hope you burn. And he leaves. Interesting. Um, I open the van door and I look to see where he's going. He is headed towards the de- the tent that uh, Dice and Dahlia have set up. Uh, can I? I want to know if he's planning on on narking on me. Um, can I roll for? Uh, read a person. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I get a seven overall. Alrighty, you could ask one question. Uh, what does your character intend to do? Uh, Carter intends to get Dahlia and get the heck out of Dodge, specifically away from you. <sighs> this is where I wish that I hadn't acted alone so I could ask somebody else's advice. Uh... All right, I just let him go. Okay. It's not worth risking hurting him. I'm not going to use my my brain powers on him. Dice, you 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 you're awo- you're woken up abruptly as as a uh, as Carter um kind of like I don't know, grabs the poles of your tent and starts shaking it violently and goes, Dahlia, Dahlia, get up. We need to get out of here now. Oh my uh, god, what are you doing? Get get Dahlia up. We need to go now. Why? It's- it's personal, okay? What do you What do you mean it's personal? And you guys, this entire situation is far from it personal. Dahlia starts starts stirring a little bit. She goes, Carter, what What on earth are you talking? About? He's, he's Bravo. He's He's like one of the guys at the research center, okay? He's He's one of the mind freaks. Let's, let's get out of here. Dahlia, her her expression, uh, like the the blood draw, uh, just like drains from her face. She gets very pale. Explain to me more of what you mean, Carter. And she goes, he goes, I don't think I have to. Because if you're with him, I don't trust you. Not anymore. No, I, I'm genuinely confused. What do you mean? Um, seduce or manipulate. <laughs> That's a 12. Dang. There's the, there's the two sixes to prove it. <laughs> you hear, um, you hear Carter kind of kicks the dirt a little bit and goes... Fine. Would you let me in, though? Get 
Get in the tent. Yeah, get in. Okay. He 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 zips the tent up behind him. He goes, kind of grits his grits his teeth a little bit, and it's it's like a he's reliving a tough memory. He goes, the reason why Dahlia, Lucasta, and I weren't gonna be missed if we left was because Papa Tucson had already taken us to do his stupid little experiments on. He did all all kinds of kinds of things to put us in some weird metal box room with a chair and, and scream at your mind or something and I don't if Bravo does that kind of weird freaky evil mind stuff he's not a person he's a demon okay okay so the way that you came about finding it is through terrible terrible means okay okay please understand that this entire world that we found ourselves into it's weird and what you went through sounds horrible and I do not ask you to participate in any weird mind stuff at all but let me reiterate the fact that right now the situation that we're in if you leave with Dahlia where are you gonna go what are you where are you gonna go I don't know I don't know Uh uh-huh okay as long as it's not here with him I don't want any of that 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 that, like, this entire situation that we are in is not personal. Those two guys out there that we came into this camp with, I did not know them a couple months ago. And yet I have had to put my life in their hands so many times out here. If you two leave right now, Dahlia, as much as I love it out here and think it's beautiful, it is dangerous. And again, I'm going to say this one more time to you, Carter. I will not ask you to participate in this crazy mind stuff. But when I tell you it can be a resource, a scary one, I just had a terrible experience with it. I do not necessarily recommend it. It is still a resource. And so when I need to rely on my crazy brain guy to do some crazy brain stuff, I have to trust him because he's not evil. Misguided a little bit? Sure. Sure. Not evil. When I have to rely on my big guy to run through a wall, I do that too. Because how he's survived that, who knows how many times he's done it. That's crazy mind right there. Carter, he thinks about it, mulls it over, shares a a long look with Dahlia. (sighs) Guess you gotta be at least part right, Dice. We're a bunch of weirdos who showed up and completely turned your lives around. So I'm so sorry for that. But I don't want to see either of you run off and, well, die. And he kind of just, he nods. He goes, I I have some things to think about. Sorry I woke you. Gets up to leave the tent. Dice is going to go back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Bravo, are you still paying attention? It's been a couple of minutes since since he went into the tent. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, as Dice is talking about how I'm not evil and I can be trusted, just cut over to this cyborg, you know, straight up mad sciencing in his tent. You know, I, I get my my the weird helmet with its incomprehensible apparatus and just like put it over my head and I'm like, all right, let's open a gate to hell or something. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to. I mean, I'm doing it. I'm gonna do augury. I, I've had I've had a piece of equipment that can do augury for All too right. long without doing anything with it. <laughs> Alrighty, 
So, roll plus weird. Ooh. Uh, okay. Let's see. That's a four plus three, so a seven. What's augury on? Okay, so. If you're looking at the reference guide, it's page 28. I got a seven, so I only get to choose one of the good effects. I am going to insert information into the world's psychic maelstrom. Okay. And I want to say um, those who would threaten the city, those who killed Tucson, they're wounded and bleeding just south of the wall, just south and east of the city. They're wounded and bleeding. Now is the time to strike. For the positive effect, I'm going to say it reaches broadly uh, throughout the world's psychic maelstrom. If there's anybody in the city listening, I want them to hear it. So take that as you will. Maybe this is going to go terribly. (laughs) Maybe it'll have nothing happen. Maybe nobody's listening at all, but that's what I do. And uh, hopefully I don't kill us all because I did not choose the effect um, that it it's stable and contained no bleeding, so I don't know what that means. But here here I am being a psycho. Alrighty, let me just make a note of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of confused, honestly. I say, so while I write this down, would you I want a hyper detailed description of what this experience is like for you. Because like we I understand the moves and mechanics now. Now it's all flavor. Okay. So before, whenever I've interfaced with the psychic maelstrom, it's like um, it's like a blurring. It's like I'm seeing something. It's like I'm having a vision. This time, it's like a a physical interaction. So, as I have the helmet on and I, it's it's whirring up and I'm focusing my efforts, a, a ripple in the air uh, starts opening up in front of me and it's kind of the space folds in on itself i can see there's a there's a tiny tunnel into another another kind of existence full of swirling chaos i can't see into it i can't reach into it but it's enough to uh project project my voice into and i i speak but i can feel inside me my body vibrates as as my voice doesn't just affect the world around me here but it it's pushed in, into the psychic maelstrom and uh, reverberates like a sonic boom. And I hold it for as long as I can as the this this little ripple and tunnel in the air in front of me becomes more unstable and starts to shift and starts to starts to crackle until it releases with a pop. And I throw the helmet off and and back away to make sure it doesn't explode. Say bravo, you you put your effort and your technology behind this and for the few seconds that you can maintain this it takes everything you've got when you snap out of it you're breathing heavily uh you're sweating as if you just run a marathon and breathing like you've never felt never had oxygen in your lungs for your entire life you hope hope that your message got where it went because i don't you're not much you're not sure how much longer you could do that for that was either a bad idea or a terrible one and then I'm just gonna, I guess, lay down and sleep for the amount of time that I have until the meeting happens. 